0: I remember when I first started this YouTube channel in 2008, I was so scared when these cameras pushed record because I knew immediately some people are going to laugh and make fun of my childlike voice or Minnie Mouse, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) But I was so uncomfortable, vulnerable, insecure, but I did it anyway. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Five things you must get rid of if you're going to live your dreams. Foy, your cheerleader of dreams. You know, in 2008, when I recorded my first video for YouTube, I can't even tell you how scared I was to do this. I literally had to force myself out of my comfort zone and just do it. But little by little, people started watching. Like 22 people all at once. <laughs> but I was so grateful. In fact, in our first year, we had 8,000 views total for the year, but I kept the vision before me. In fact, I remember visualizing 100,000 subscribers one day and it looked completely unrealistic. But I remember the day that YouTube honored us with the Silver Play Award for reaching 100,000 subscribers. Now I'm believing to reach 250,000 and it looks like it's gonna take forever, but I'm believing we will reach it soon. In fact, I want YouTube to know that there is a demand for Christian motivators not just motivational speakers, but I'm talking about speakers who are grounded in the word of God, teaching success from God's word. So if you'll subscribe real quick, help us get that message out. But reaching these goals and achieving some of my dreams has required getting rid of these five things. Here we go. Number one, self-doubt. Nothing limits us more than our own thinking. In fact, I heard a story from Norman Vincent Peale, And he said, years ago, these American sailors stopped at a port in China. And when they got off the boat, they saw this tattoo parlor. And in the window display was a tattoo that read, Born to Lose. They walked inside and they asked the the artist, they said, do people really get that tattoo, Born to Lose? And the Chinese man said, in broken English, he said this powerful statement, before tattooed on body, tattooed on mind. Think about that. The Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so does he become. So what you think about, you bring about. Well, one of the ways you can start opening your mind up to the possibility of bigger dreams is by making them seem real. What, you might ask? You know, that's why I like to add pictures or visuals to make the dream seem like it's really happening. See, it causes you to truly think the dream is possible because you can see it, you know, Here's a photo that I put on my dream board of a house on the lake. I've had that on my vision board for years. Well, now we're getting ready to build our home on eight acres of lakefront property. What once seemed utterly impossible, gradually became probable because I surrounded myself with the vision of it. I've had a photo of meeting Oprah Winfrey in my dream book for years. How would that ever happen? Everybody wants to meet Oprah. Well, here I am getting a selfie with Oprah. And if you zoom in, she's actually holding my hand. Oprah held my hand. (laughs) Or this photo. You know, I I got a map of the world and I put a pin on the city of Moscow years ago. And I even told my staff one day I'm gonna speak in Russia. I don't even know a soul in Russia. But I remember the day a very influential woman who lives in Russia asked me to be her guest speaker on International Women's Day in Moscow. Here I am speaking there last year. So what am I saying? Whatever you wanna see happen in your life, see it, picture it, visualize it. And when self-doubt comes, you can always point to your vision and say it is written, just like Jesus did. Be it under me according to my faith. Now, the second thing that you must get rid of is number two, waiting for others to believe in your dream. Let me ask you, have you ever been to Disneyland in California or Disney World in Florida? Last summer, my whole family, like 16 of us, spent a day walking around Disney, and I felt like a kid again, holding on to my dad, walking down Main Street. You know, some of my greatest family memories have been going to Disneyland through the years, since I was a little girl, and then taking my little girl to meet the big mouse. But think about this, that would have never been possible if Walt Disney based his dreams on what other people said about him. You've heard the stories of how he was fired by a newspaper editor because he lacked imagination of all things, and they said he had no good ideas. What if he had based his dreams on the feedback from others? There'd be no Pluto or flying elephants or Peter Pan's Neverland. If I had waited for people to say, "Terry, you're a great speaker, you've got a calling on your life, I would still not be doing what I'm doing today. Nobody prophesied over me or told me I should minister. I had to base my dream on what I felt God was speaking to me on the inside, not what others said or didn't say. So what do you feel God is speaking to you? Maybe others have not only not encouraged you, but they flat out discouraged you from going after it. Let that be a warning that you could just happen to have a dream from God and he wants your confidence to come totally from him. Which by the way, I put together a free download this week. I call the seven indicators you have a dream from God. Now, this is something I learned straight from my dad, Jerry Savelle, who's been in ministry since 1969. He knows what he's talking about. Now I want you to read this list because I believe it's gonna give you assurance and maybe even redirect you as far as going after your dreams. So just click the link in the description, get this free download, the seven indicators you have a dream from God. Okay, the third thing you have to get rid of, comparing, comparison. You know, if I compared myself to others who do what I do, I would have stopped a long time ago You know, I think about my friends, like Real Talk Kim or or Paula White or Lisa Bevere. They have beautiful voices, don't they? They're fiery. They roam all over the stage. They shout at times. They can preach the paint off the walls. (laughs) When I speak, the paint stays right where it was, not even a drip. But you know what? I've had to embrace the fact that I'm quiet. I sound like I'm nine. I wear a lot of makeup. Some people don't like it but then some people like that I'm very girly. See, here's the thing. You cannot compare your identity, your calling, your uniqueness, your style, your looks, anything with anybody else. God wants you to be different. Your differences are the very things he uses to cause you to stand out. Number four, the fourth thing you must get rid of, excuses. Benjamin Franklin said, he that is good for making excuses is seldom good for anything else. And the truth is we can always find reasons not to pursue our goals. But they say that if you really want something, you'll find a way. If you don't, you'll find an excuse, right? So excuses are subtle reasons that we create to justify why we can't succeed. So whether it's the excuse of, you know, I don't have the education, you can learn more starting today. You could go online and pretty much access anything you need. Or this excuse, Nobody believes in me. Well, you can start believing in yourself by making positive declarations today, or it's never been done before. Maybe God's leading you to be the first, or even I'm too busy. Schedule it. See what gets scheduled gets done. What about this? Terry, I've made way too many mistakes. You know what? We all have. You have to forgive yourself and move on. What about this? It's too late. Look how old I am. I always say, stop looking at the years you've lost. Let's look at the years you've got left and get moving. So never justify why you can't succeed by making excuses. God knew exactly what he was doing when he created you. You have everything you need to succeed. And the fifth thing you must get rid of is this, number five, thinking it should be easier. You know, everyone who has ever made it to the top has had to endure rejections, lots of them and wanting to quit. Here's what I want you to know. Don't take it personal. You know, Galatians 6, 9 says, "'Do not become weary in well-doing, "'for in due season you shall reap if you faint not.'" You know, think about, we mentioned Walt Disney earlier. He was rejected by 301 banks before he finally got a yes. The 302nd bank was the loan he received to build Disneyland, the most famous theme park in history. Or think about Jack Canfield's Chicken Suit for the Soul was rejected by 33 publishers. Now he has sold hundreds of millions of books. Or I think about Sir James Dyson. It took 5,126 attempts to create a Dyson vacuum cleaner that finally became a huge success. So. 5,126. So here's what I'm saying. Get rid of the thought that it should be easier for you to succeed. It's all part of the story of your success. That's why I want you to download this checklist of the seven indicators that you have a dream from God. Now, it's going to help you so much as God starts rekindling those dreams on the inside of you and you start getting rid of everything that's holding you back. So, Get your list and don't forget, I'm cheering you on to live your dreams.